Hi, and welcome to Discussing with Laura and Guests. My name is Laura Clark, and I will be your host for this show. What you'll be expecting is for myself to have some conversations with some very fabulous and wonderful people where we're going to be tackling all the different topics and taboos of what life has to offer. We're going to be discussing things from like motherhood, parenthood, singlehood, relationships, friendships, work, mental health and well-being. I'm going to be having these conversations with people who I know, family, friends, people I've met on the Life of Laura journey and also some mothers that I've met since becoming a mum. So sit back, tune in, get involved if you wish and enjoy. To the recording there, I'm so sorry. I have no idea. Because I was still talking away, I was because I was listening to what you were saying, and then I was talking. And I thought, <laughs> have I bored her or something? I thought she's not. <laughs> I did exactly the same. I was talking, then I was like, oh, you're not responding anymore. <laughs> yeah, you probably thought, gosh, it's a bit rude, isn't she? Not responding, like, hello. <laughs> oh, it's fine. These things happen all the time, don't they? It's so, an honestly technology. Like I have, I'm, I'm a little bit savvy with the technology, but sometimes it's just, oh my goodness me, a pain, isn't it? But I was going to ask yeah, you, it Hunt, really can you, be. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So you know, your you said you is it virtual assistance you do? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I mean, at the moment, what I'm doing, I, mean, I haven't for the last sort of couple of weeks, just because I felt like I've just sort of needed just a little bit of time out and everything which has been which has really helped actually massively helped but um I was thinking about um I'm trying to think because I did have somebody that was doing some work with me for me for the life of Laura stuff but I am going to be working on like a membership I'm doing but okay I don't know how much because obviously like we're, we're sorting out with the house and everything so I don't know like with your costs and stuff how much like you charge and things like that it really does depend on the project because it's either because some people we have an actual project fee depending on how much is involved mm. so say you wanted like so for an example one project that I'm working on at the moment is a guy that wants all of his podcasts, he wants blogs created for all of his, all of his podcasts and pings created for all of the all of the blogs and he's done like 87 podcasts in his life. Bloody so hell. That, yeah, so there's a lot to do there. So then obviously we just charge like a bulk fee and it takes us however long it takes, whether we do it like, well, obviously he gives us a deadline, but we don't have to do a certain amount each week whereas I've got another client that does two hours a week I've got someone else that I literally do an hour every other week for just to give her a little bit of kind of respite and actually getting organized and things again it does really depend but at the moment the fee at the flat fee that we're kind of suggesting is 25 pound for an hour that's really good isn't it that's really good well, for, uh, do you know what? When I some this is why I started doing it because when someone said to me that um, that's how much virtual assistants get. Actually, no, virtual assistants generally get thirty five pounds for an hour. Um, but I've gone in with it on. Oh, I can't get my words out. I've gotten into it with my friend, and because right. we're like new to it, she's got a podcast. She's the one I was telling you to 
or emailed you to get on your podcast um because yeah. I've gone into it with her we're like still learning a lot of things so we're charging a little bit less than other VAs do at the moment mm. and then obviously we have that between us depending on if she does more work or I do work because we again we're skilled in different departments as well because we come from different backgrounds so we can kind of have everything covered as well yeah that's honestly that is so good that's really good because funny enough I actually had a friend of mine so she was doing a lot of like my um my stuff at the very beginning like last year so she because basically she was a virtual assistant but now she's gone into like a law firm and doing like mortgages and things like that um and she I basically I was helping her out really because she like just finished uni she started like finished her degree in that but she was charging like 35 pound an hour and I thought hold on a minute yeah. it's just like mates rates yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly I thought she was gonna charge me mates rates and so I was like oh no <laughs> But you know what? I, I wonder whether in the future maybe I should consider being a VA because I, I am really good, like I say, with technology. And like, like I say, mm. I do all my own podcasts. I do them all. I do all the little mini videos and, you know. Well, that's, why, that's exactly why my friends started getting into it because she has a podcast and she has membership and she has all of that stuff. Um, and she's always done her own stuff. And then she was like, why am I not doing this for other people as well? Um and it's, that's why she's got that side. I obviously do network marketing with Beachbody and stuff like that. So I've got a lot of the social media side and general admin and like that side of things down. Whereas she's got a lot more networking and things like that. So it's like together, we kind of have everything covered. That's amazing. Just, do, do you know what? Just see how life of Laura goes. Because if that takes off, you're going to want, have time for that or you're actually going to want someone to help you with it rather than then using your time to do it for other people yeah yeah definitely no that makes a lot of sense because I did have somebody um <laughs> a really nice girl really really nice girl and she was helping me out she was a virtual assistant and she reached out to me through um social media uh, just through Instagram and shit because I had so many like old resources I mean I'm talking like I had about two or three hundred documents that I'd done through my counseling stuff and my life coaching and really I just kind of wanted them to be like organized do you know what I mean so when I'm yeah. doing obviously the client work I can sort of say oh, I've got that resource there anxiety yeah. read that resource things like that and she so did that help is me my forte like I love organizing stuff so yeah <laughs> And then I was like, I can get paid for this. Like, especially I'm trying to build up as much as possible. I've actually just bought, purchased my life coaching course from the money that I've been saving from the virtual assistant stuff. So I can start that as well. But it's just having that extra income. It's having that extra stability. And do you know what? I know so many people like yourself that are doing stuff for themselves and making it on their own. And actually everyone just needs that little bit of extra support, even if it's just to have a new pair of eyes like we did with the meditation but if someone some, someone will sometimes send a document or they've created a website and they want another set of eyes to like really go through it with a fine tooth comb and make sure it's good for good for publishing even things like that it just makes so much difference doesn't it yeah that really does well I tell you what once I'm sorting out all the mortgage stuff hun I think I'll be uh I think I'll be getting in touch with you and you can maybe help me out. A hundred percent. Definitely that, be up for that. That would be amazing. Cause that's the thing at the minute I've sort of paid up for the business coach. And then obviously, yeah, with the mortgage side of things, we've basically put down the reservation. And I think, I mean, we haven't heard anything, but I think it's all going to be 
we're waiting for like the help to buy because I think they're they're doing like a new thing or something. So they said, we'll wait for that. I think the mortgage is going to be going through, I think it's like end of November, December. So obviously a lot of our money is going to be going into that. But I reckon around that time or after, I'll definitely be in touch with it because I do want to wow. update the website and just, yeah, like you say, just having another pair of eyes because at, at the moment, because obviously I do two and a half days a week, it's fine, but I'm sort of really doing the Life with Laura stuff and the podcasting really like around childcare and really around like with Andy yeah. Shipton. And like I said, I'm working at home today. So I've been able to kind of, like you say, I can do this recording, do you know what I mean, on the podcast, which is fine. But um, mm. it's like you say, it's just giving that time, isn't it, you know? Yeah, and it's it's having to make that time as well. And I think a lot of, you seem a lot more organised than a lot of people, but <laughs> a lot of entrepreneurs that do things like life coaching or network marketing and stuff like that are normally so, like, erratic and all over mm-hmm. the place. So it's yeah. like, you can imagine how stressful it is trying to go through their stuff. And I'm like, how can you live life so organised? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? It's so surprising, isn't it? It's so surprising, like people can just be really really unorganized but for me I think this is a bit of my anxiety a bit of my OCD I'm like this with my work with my youth work I have to be really organized like I Mm. I, otherwise I'll just panic I'll I'll worry that I'll forget something and and you know I just think for me I just have to and it's that maybe it's that kind of control thing I think I just like to know so then I like to be I know what I'm doing (laughs) I was told by I've been told by many therapists that makes me sound completely mental. I'm just a little bit mental. Um, I've been told by many therapists that my need to have things organised is because if everything around me is controlled, then I feel like I can control what's in my inside my head. So if things physically look organised. So like, I don't care if my house is... I mean, I do care. But I'm not as bothered if my house is dirty, but it has to be tidy. Because if there's mess... I can't cope with it because my head feels mess. So, like, it's the same with, like, online being organised and things like that. If I don't have a plan and I'm not organised with most things, then my head's just like, oh, my God, what's going on? I can't cope. (laughs) Oh, my God, that makes so much sense because that's exactly what I'm like. Like, I have to literally, like, my husband's, like, the opposite to me. Chilled out, laid back. He can just throw his clothes just in his socks on the floor. For me, that really stresses me out. Really yeah. stresses me out. And like, I don't mind like during the day, Elena has her toys out. Like she'll go to them, play with them. But when she goes to bed, it's like, right, yep, yeah, going to tidy up. Lovely. And I have to have it tidy before I can relax. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I don't understand. I need to get all my jobs done before I can relax. So like, yeah. I won't sit down until I've done, like, if there's washing ups that need to do and all the laundry needs hanging up, like, and Paul's just like, oh, I'll leave it. I'll hang it up after dinner. I'm like, no, I will do it. And then I will have dinner. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah, because Andy's like, Laura, just sit down. I'm like, no, I was like, I can't. He said, you faff so much. Like he said, just, just sit. And I'm like, no, I just need to wash up or I need to just, need to just tidy up. I need to just do this. I need to just do mm-hmm. that. And chill out. <laughs> yeah, but you can't until your brain like can actually have that space. That's the thing. That is. That is so so true, hun. So true. Yeah. But um, but yes. What did what did you want to have a chat about on the pod I'm today? I'm not even really sure. It's all just a bit of a. <laughs> it's all just a bit random. And I was like, do you know what? I've done so much like personal growth the last year, and I've tried to do this manifestation. Well, restarting this manifestation course. I started at the beginning of the year, and then had a bit of. I just had um, bad situations happen, and had to like take a break from everything. And I'm always told 
to just say yes to opportunities and I've said yes and I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing or what I want to talk about but it seems like a good idea and you seem nice so thank you but the thing is I mean do you know what a lot of people so I've done how many podcasts now you're the eighth one I've done you're the eighth episode and everybody even my husband was just a bit like I'm a bit nervous and I was like there's no need all it is think about it like it's a zoom call that you're having on a one-on-one you're chatting with a mate and and it's just being recorded that's that's all it is that's all it is and you know like with me as you you can probably sense of me I love to chat I'm a chatty person and quite easy going and I'll chat about anything absolutely anything how how long is the actual episode well, I normally do an episode because <coughs> what I'll be doing, this is being recorded now, but don't worry because what I'll do is edit. I always edit the beginning yeah. bit and I always edit the end bit. So um, normally, I mean, it depends really. I mean, some episodes I've done are about half an hour. Some I've done for like 45 minutes. One one girl who lives in Sheffield, I get on really well with. She's a coach and she does them um, like work, helping mums like with their careers and uh, she's like a working mum coach basically. And we were, on, we were on it for like an hour. We were just chatting. I was like, blimey. I was like, I didn't realise how long we were talking for. But um, it could be any time. I mean, like I say, if you need to, obviously, because I know you've got to pick up your little one, haven't you? So we can just, yeah. yeah. God, I've just seen the time. I don't know what to talk about. And I think one thing I'm kind of leaning towards is more um, like with my wellness coaching and things. Yeah, because I think it all just goes kind of hand in hand because I started as a wellness coach when I was in such a low place as a mum, which kind of brings us to that. And then I can talk a bit more about like what's actually involved and how it's helped me and things. Perfect. We'll do that. We'll do that. So we'll talk. I mean, about it might that. only be like ten minutes long. No, but you know what? That's that's fine. That's a good thing to start. And then, like you say, yeah, we'll talk about like the well that you're doing being like a wellness coach and stuff, and we'll just go from there. We could just have a bit of a chat. Yeah, does that sound good? Are you gonna, do you ask me questions as well, though? Because I'm not very good not being prompted. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll ask. They'll be very easy flowing questions. Okay. <laughs> so don't worry. All right. Just, I'll uh, yeah. Just follow my lead. That's what I'll say. Follow my lead. Okay. Right, are you ready? I'm going to do a countdown. No, but let's do it anyway. Let's do it. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Afternoon, my lovely. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, really good. Weather's nice. Looking outside my window. Been working out. my my sunflowers have just popped in the garden so it's really pretty oh lovely do you know what I love sunflowers they're just always such like positive bright flowers aren't they (laughs) yeah they're just really happy flowers aren't they (laughs) they are they are do you know what I took um I took my little one for the first time into one of them you probably have them near where you live but we have like a couple of mazes in Suffolk and um, my little one was loving life in the maze with the sunflowers. She was just running. Oh, yeah. she, she actually got us out of the maze. I thought, how on earth did she do that? <laughs> <laughs> they just distinctively know. We do have them around here as well. They're so lovely, aren't they? Oh, so nice. So nice. And it just makes the house and everything, doesn't it, look lovely? And the garden look lovely and, and everything yes, else. definitely. 
But um, but no, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really appreciate it and taking the you're time. You're welcome. So, thank you for having me. You're very welcome, darling. So Taylor, tell us, lovely, like what is it that you do? Share with the uh, the listeners. What is it that you do? So I actually, well, I actually have two, two jobs at the moment. <laughs> I do. am a receptionist at a school part time. Okay, that's what what that's what fits around my child. But on top of that. Um, about 18 months ago, God, I didn't realise it's been that long, 18 months ago, I um, started as a wellness coach as well. So that tops up my income, that makes everything a lot more affordable, especially as a mum, and just gives me that freedom to do more. That sounds amazing. So what made you decide to become a wellness coach? Like, what is a wellness coach? So a wellness coach, I would it's always such a tough one because there's so many people out there that call themselves any kind of coach but I call myself a wellness coach because I cover everything mind and body from fitness nutrition to mindset and meditation I really personally I feel like everything is a mind body experience and Mm. I've never massively been into fitness or nutrition for that matter um and it found that actually the more that I did the more it linked my mental health and just helped me be in such a happier, more positive place. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. So when I started, my little girl was 18 months old. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that she's just turned three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She was 18 months old and I'd suffered, I had quite bad postnatal depression when she was born for, well, just for a long time as a lot of women out there do yeah um, I think I struggled for so long because I had no idea that it was such a common thing like I felt like it was really taboo subject it was so hidden not talked about like everyone has this perception of the perfect mum and everyone's mm-hmm. trying to be this person that doesn't actually exist yeah absolutely um, I think like what you just said there darling that you know there's like this expectation you look at things like I mean I saw something the other day right um on Facebook I'm in this sort of Facebook mums group and um there was this woman who nice enough woman you know she I know she's on my friends list on Facebook and stuff bless her but she was sort of saying oh you know my little girl's been saying you know she really wants to like go on the party and she's not even two yet and it's just like congratulations like some people haven't haven't had that yet you you know what I mean and and I think sometimes that can make you feel and it it can make you really doubt yourself sometimes can't it I think with especially if you're one that suffers anxiety and um exactly exactly and I've uh, that's me for a tea like I've suffered anxiety since since I can remember the first time I think the first time I went to therapy I think I was 19 and I'd had it for years before that undiagnosed because it wasn't really spoken about um, so I was kind of expecting to struggle when I had her and I went to um, postnatal depression course that the group therapy kind of thing and did start feeling better until her birthday rolled around and then it all came crashing back down and you're reminded of well this time last year I struggled and like you say that person's ahead and why is she not ahead and Daisy yeah. was slightly behind because she didn't have that socialis- socialization as we've spoken about before Um, and you just doubt every single movement and you're so focused like you get so pulled in to like 
what is life as a mum you're worrying about your child you're you don't feel like you can be a good enough mum you're not a good enough um, wife um you're just doing whatever job you can do that fits around hence the reception role which I do enjoy but it's not where I want to be forever and then you just like you just get a bit stuck and when like we say when you've already suffered with mental health you do just get lower and lower and fall straight back into those bad habits which is exactly what I did Mm. Um, finally decided to make a change and also never been comfortable in my own body always been very insecure um, so I finally started found fitness classes that you could take your toddler to which is oh, yeah. amazing like if anyone mm. lived in Ellsbury, Buckinghamshire kind of way she still hosts well, just started hosting them again post Covid but you can take children of any age, which is just amazing. Like, they just don't have them enough. She has a um, company called Mums, Bums and Tums, which is great. Um, and I actually went to those. And then the pandemic hit. So oh. I only went to three. And then it just, everything stopped. And I looked online for things. I hated every YouTube I started. Like, everything, nothing worked for me. I just felt massive. I couldn't do the moves because I was so weak, like, I have hypermobility anyway. I've got collapsed arches, so my skeletal system's out of whack. Plus okay. having um, a baby, like my whole body was just like gone. I had no strength at all. So I, like anything I tried just wasn't suitable and I was getting more and more frustrated. And then I found, um, well, I found my friend, this one who's now my friend, but a coach online that was a wellness coach. And she introduced me to home workouts but not just home workouts. It was, like I say, with the nutrition alongside that actually works around your family and works around your day. And I can still eat pizza and drink wine and that alongside doing personal development and meditation. And within a couple of months, it just transformed my whole being. So, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's... it was life-changing for me. So that's the moment that I was like I need to help other people with this and even yeah. if it's just me sharing my story to for other people to kind of relate to then I've done my job you know yeah and do you know what that's such a brave thing for you to thank you so much for sharing that because that's such a brave thing to kind of open up and admit okay. that like admit that you know what you know I wasn't okay and that I did struggle and actually what you've done you've sort of done pretty similar we both have actually we've done something pretty similar where we've kind of had a situation for both of us in different ways where we've both struggled but we've kind of made it into a positive and actually we've done it in a positive by helping and supporting other people as well which is amazing yeah and I think that's the thing a lot and there's so many so many subjects that people don't talk about and it's so taboo and as much as people talk about mental health now there's so it's still such a stigma around it and so many people are still using the word anxiety for depression for just being a bit sad or a bit nervous and never fully understanding what those words actually mean yeah and learning so much like like you were saying like when we learn so much like getting yourself out of that place like all I want to do is share that so I understand that a lot of people are still feeling very ashamed almost like don't really want to talk about it are scared to share their story but that's exactly why I want to so that people feel that they can and this makes it more normal and also possible yeah yeah because I think that's the thing isn't I think whenever you're in like in a dark place and and I've had this myself that um 
you know, when you're in a, that dark place and you have obviously all them negative and them intrusive thoughts and, you know, you feel the sadness and everything else, sometimes you feel mm. like you can't see a way out, that you feel like you actually think, you know what, I'm, th- my, my situation isn't going to get any better. It's just going to get worse. And then you'll start then catastrophizing and that self-sabotage kind of comes into place. And then you just think yeah. that there's just like no way out. There's nothing that's going to work. And there's that hopelessness that kind of comes in. But I think sometimes it is just about stepping back and just thinking to yourself, okay, what can I do to make myself better? What What's yeah. around me? Who's around me? Because I've found, I mean, like, as you know, recently, like, you know, the last couple of weeks, my anxiety has been very high. I've worried about a couple of things. And I know there's a few things that's going to be coming up um, personally. So, I, so I've been able to kind of link the two and thinking, ah, yeah that makes sense that's why I've been feeling what I've been feeling and it's only when you take that bit of time out I mean I've even like taken some time out I mean this is the first time today actually that I've actually thought you know what I'm actually gonna I am gonna record a session for the life of Laura and you know sort of have the confidence and obviously like yourself (coughs) about doing it again and you know but I've actually had like a little bit of time off social media and actually, yes. it's done me the world of good. And that's really tapped in. I mean, like a taboo thing for motherhood, I know, is that is about self-care because this is why I chose self-care um, for the niche that I want to for mums because people are like, oh, I can't input self-care. I can't look after myself. I haven't got the time. And it's like, well, you can yeah. if you want to. It's all about your mind and it's all about that that you putting yourself as a priority. And it's not, a lot of people think it's very selfish to kind of look after yourself. And it's like, it's really not. Because if you don't yeah. look after yourself, how are you meant to look after your little ones if you're not putting in the input care for yourself? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I say all the time as well, because a lot of it is self-care. Like, it's eating better. It's it's actually working out, and it's looking after your mind. And that's why, for me, it's all of those things. It's not just doing a fitness plan and getting on with it. Even though, for me, that, that is my outlet. I get half an hour a day. Daisy's probably there most of the time but I get half an hour a day to switch off and focus on something that isn't mum life that isn't work that isn't um being a wife or sorting the house out we've all got a million and one things to do but it's so important just to take that half an hour out for yourself definitely no absolutely I mean what are the things for you then because obviously I know you said that you're you know obviously a wellness coach and what are the things that help you so for you to have that input and that time for yourself and that self-care what are the things that help you as a mum yeah so my well my daily routine since becoming or not even becoming a coach but as a client before becoming a coach that I have managed to make into a habit Mm. is that I write a list of everything I'm grateful for every morning not everything that would be a long list um but I try to write between five and ten things every morning I also yeah. have um, a written list of like my goals, which are like five things, and I'll read them afterwards as well. Mm. Then I will do my workout. I do try to get up before Daisy now um, because I just don't. Ha- I just try to fit in too many things in, and I don't have the time. And m- like most mums, I don't have the time, so I'll try and wake up like half an hour before her, yeah. so I can do my gratitudes and my goals. And then once she's up, I'll do my workout while she has breakfast, go to work, do the school run, do whatever else I need to do. And in the evening, the evenings I struggle to do things the most because the evenings is when everyone wants to switch off and you want to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I try to go up to bed half an hour before bed 
to do like a 10 minute meditation and a 10 minutes of stretching sometimes I'll just combine the two depending on what I'm listening to to just actually switch off before bed because it you just take so much to sleep with you like especially mum life you're constant worrying about your children constant worrying about where they are or and just a million and one things and I think having that time to switch off has just helped my sleep more than absolutely anything yeah yeah it's combining all of that together because I like it's like I say it's fitness and it's physical and mental health those together do everything like if I was just working out I would make me feel a little bit better definitely because those endorphins do I've had a lot more energy um and I can start keeping up with Daisy which I couldn't when I started like at all I couldn't carry her upstairs without my back seizing up that's Mm. how bad everything was like I was I don't even see an osteopath anymore since I've been doing these workouts um which do definitely help but to have the full effect like once you add in eating right and all of the mental work as well like it's just everything combined and actually it's not that long out of your day Mm. yeah yeah because do you know what actually I've I've found that I think for me because I because in fairness you are trying to juggle in and you're trying to balance the time and because I've had people say Mm -hmm. to me they're like how do you do it how do you work part-time how do you work two and a half days a week you've got a toddler and you're still kind of trying, you know, trying to run a business and do a podcast. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. And a lot of it, it is about trying to organise and it's all about trying to kind of like prioritise, prioritise things, prioritise your time. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I do to give myself a little bit of self-care, I do exactly what you do because my little one, she's an early riser. So sometimes she's up between like, I don't know, six, between six and seven normally she's up. Yeah, so same yeah and what I try and do is even even if I can't do like half an hour just 20 minutes I put my alarm on before six and I know people probably think what don't you want to have a little bit extra line and I'm like well the thing is for me it gives me that time for myself mm-hmm. just so I can just sit I can have a cup of coffee like you say I can just do a little bit of mindfulness and um, do a bit of journaling and like you say do your gratitude and your goals and stuff and for me I kind of think actually I've given myself that bit of brain space you know what I mean that headspace yeah. and that time and then it kind of sets me up for the day actually I kind of think right okay now I can put my focus on Elena I can you know obviously depending on what we're doing on the, on the day whether it's a day that I'm working or whether it's a day where I'm not working I think right that's my time where I can focus with her um and the other thing is, is obviously with night times as well, once um, once she goes to bed, I think, right, okay, that's my little time again where I do a bit of meditating at night and journaling if anything kind of crops up. And yeah. recently, recently, the last couple of weeks with my anxiety, what I've really found is painting. So I started doing painting um, for my day job for the youth, for, for the youth work I do. We've got like a youth room and they wanted a group of us to paint the room. And oh my God, I absolutely... No, I'm not going to be a Van Gogh or a Picasso person. I don't think <laughs> so. But like, I absolutely love painting. Honestly, I have found it so therapeutic that I've actually brought myself one of them painting by number kits. It's only like oh, ten. Nice. Honestly, it's only like a tenner from Amazon. But I've been finding I've been doing it every night over the last kind of week and a bit, and that's really, really helped because I'm not looking at my phone. You know, I sometimes have some like relaxing music on in the background um and it's my time to switch off 
Yeah, I completely get that. That's exactly what the workouts are for me because the, yeah. doing the workout is my time in the morning to switch off for half an hour. Daisy can be here. Actually, half the time, she's so used to me doing it now, she loves getting involved, which is another thing because I've grown up with such bad image of myself and food and everything. Like, I, I was put on Atkins diet by the time I was 10. Not that I was overweight, just because my mum was on a diet, so she wanted me to join her. So it's like I've always seen her battle and struggle with her weight, mm. and that's the opposite. I do not want that for Daisy at all. So no. her being able to see me, I'd actually love that she can see me working on myself and it being a fun thing. But at the same time, I can just switch off. And I know that all of the workouts are half an hour long and you're in, you're out, you roll out of bed, press play, and you're done in half an hour. I've set a good example. I've worked on myself. I've got enough energy for the day. I've released all that negative energy and like those anxieties that you wake up with, overthinking everything. And actually, I've just had to focus on not falling over or hitting myself with a weight I just sort of focus on movement for half an hour and it's done and it's that release like you say it's it's that release from anxiety and it's that setting you up for the day and it's just what you need and you get every single person I speak to I think literally all of my clients started by saying they have no time and within a a few conversations a few messages they suddenly realise they do. And it's like, like you were saying, working part-time, you have exactly the same as me. I work two and a half days as reception. And then I have my coaching business. Obviously, you know, I've got other little projects that I'm working on as well. Yeah. Daisy's only just started preschool. So before we had no childcare, I was doing all of this in my evenings, working all of this around having Daisy, around my work, everything. You just make it fit. If you're, if you're one, if you want something, then you find the time and I know that my mental health is should everyone's mental health should be the number one thing you should look after and secondly your body so why not combine the two and help people have that as a whole yeah absolutely I think that's a brilliant thing and I will admit I probably still need to do one of your videos because I did that me I did try to get on it and for some reason I don't know why I don't know if it's to do with my because my signal's shocking where I live but I actually <laughs> feel like I do need I need to do something like that because even though like I say I look after my I try and look after myself sort of self-care and all that kind of thing but I do feel because I know I go like for walks and stuff and I love my swimming but I do feel that I need to have something a little bit more just to kind of help maybe to help me out physically as well not even as a vanity thing because I'm not I'm no like you know I'm no Claudia Schiffer or Naomi Campbell I'm not you know I'm no size 10 but like you know even just like for me to feel better in myself you know for me to think you know what I feel good and like yourself with your insecurities I used to have a lot of insecurities about my figure and like my weight and everything else I've had um you know like one of my exes in the past used to be really really obsessed with the way my size and the way I was and didn't like me eating certain things so that's always been a thing in my head where it's like you know oh I need to you know and and I'm even sort of consciously aware now if I've eaten like too much chocolate I'm like oh my god I've eaten like a whole bar of dairy milk Mm -hmm. or Pack at a crisp. I think, oh my god, I've eaten all them cheese puffs, and I feel exactly. bad about it. <laughs> you know, that's and that they shouldn't like that in itself can be classed as self care. If you want to binge eat, binge watch Netflix and eat a bar of chocolate and a pizza, then that's what your body's calling for. And that's what I do is help people find that balance. Like, let yourself eat that chocolate 
and work on your mindset so it's not a guilty thing like we're so programmed like with your ex that sounds like a horrible person um but like people like that we all have someone like that in our lives that's made us have this warped perception of ourselves and food when actually all of us are our own person like none of us look the same so why do we all want to look the same way the same with the mum thing that's it all kind of relates because there's no such thing as a perfect mum we all are perfect to our own children and there's no such thing as a perfect body because your body is perfect for you and what you need. And it's, you know- it's changing that mindset and big learning that. And I, don't get me wrong, there's still days. Like, I had a bit of a rough patch um, mentally at the beginning of this year. Um, and straight away, I went straight back to old habits of just emotionally eating everything. I put all the weight that I'd lost, I'd put that back on. And it was a real struggle for me in many ways because I had a lot of things going on. But actually it was a massive lesson as well because I had to spend a lot of time focusing on the tools that I teach everyone else and remind Mm. myself that it's okay. Like my body needed to rest. My mind needed to rest. I was dealing with my own thing. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if your weight fluctuates, that's just life. Like, and then once I felt better, I got back up and now I'm back on the road to being healthy. And I do want to lose a little bit, but for me, it's all that about that mindset and showing that to my daughter as well is just yes. everything. Definitely. And I think that's that's the thing that I'm kind of wanting to show. And I think, like you say, maybe it's because we've got daughters as well. But I think yeah. I want to show my little one as well for her to feel happy and to love herself. Do you know what I mean? To, to be happy yeah. and, to content, and feel content and to accept herself for who she is. Yeah, so, that's like the best gift you could give them, isn't it? Yeah absolutely absolutely I mean I don't know about with uh, with your little one but I know with mine she's just she's so active she's so honestly <laughs> you get some kids who are very much like no I don't want to I don't want to climb I don't want to try this I don't want to go in a swimming pool she's off Elena goes she tries she's off climbing, <laughs> swimming she'll jump in like honestly I just think where the hell has this girl got this confidence from and then I kind of I reflected this week and I kind of thought well she's been a lot with Vandy and I you know, and I've been, and obviously I've been, I had like my, you know, your threats about things, thinking, oh, she's doing this, not doing that, whatever. But then I think, you know what, you know, that mum guilt kicks in so much. And I think like, we need mm-hmm. to give, like, cut ourselves some slack, to be honest, um, us mums, because, you know, like you said, there's no, there's no such thing as being perfect. You know, we all mm-hmm. have our flaws, we all make mistakes, and it's all right to do that. It's all right to have mistakes. Exactly. And like, like we said, like you just said, nobody is perfect. But at the same time, we all are because you're exactly who you're supposed to be. You're exactly who you're supposed to be as a mum for your child. And you're exactly what they need through every phase. Like we all, when you're little, you look at your parents and think they've got it all sussed and they're adults and they're this. And actually, we're all figuring it out every single day. Like everyone goes through different phases through every year. And it's just about being aware of it and processing and letting go and just carrying on because nobody is going to get it right 100% of the time. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I think that is so, so true. So true. I'll have to, literally, I haven't even thought about doing the workout at home and having Elena there with me. I might have to give it a try because she might, like you yeah. say, she might try and join in. She might try and oh. copy me. Daisy loves it now. So I've got, I'm actually doing a bar program at the moment. So with bar, 
it looks really easy and nice and elegant, but actually it's really tough and I don't look elegant at all. But because it's so intense, you use the lightest weight possible. And I did the same program this time last year, funnily enough, and they were very quickly taken as her weights. So she now has them. So anytime I do anything, she, she'll just get up and she gets her weights and she starts like pushing them in the air and she'll do her little squats and She's currently trying to learn how to do push-ups, but obviously she can't really. Oh, bless her She just loves it. She absolutely loves it. But you know what, though? I think it's because you've made it fun for her. Like, you've sort of, you've you've included her and you've also, like, made it fun. You've made it, I suppose, like, into a little game, isn't it? Like a little dancing game. And she's probably thought, oh, I like this. I'm going to try it as well. That's exactly why I've never minded her being here. Like, I know a lot of mums say that they struggle with their kids around and, don't get me wrong when I started it was a massive struggle she took a it took a lot of getting used to the fact that she couldn't hang off of me whilst I was working out it took her a lot of getting used to it but now she knows she can either get involved and have fun with it or she can sit to the side but she has that choice and yeah. I wanted her to see it as fun because like I said going going back to like previous experiences I only ever remember anyone working out for punishment like oh we ate a pizza yesterday so got to do double tomorrow and well I want to have that cocktail tonight so I'm going to make sure I do like double double abs in the gym or something and I just don't want that at all for her or like like you say there's that if there's like an event or something if there's like a wedding or if there's you know like a big ball or something or some gym they think right I've got I've got to try and you know I've got to shed off this fat I've got to like get rid of the bingo wings and all that for that yeah it's like you say it's putting that pressure isn't it putting that pressure on yourself I've got to do this for this put it into a time frame and it's like actually when you do that you actually do the opposite because then you think shit I'm I'm putting so much pressure on myself I'm not going to be able to do it and then you doubt yourself your confidence goes and then you're back to square one again exactly that's exactly it and that's I I mean I can't won't lie I do have a few clients that do that and they follow it so strictly at the beginning lose loads of weight and then they think oh well I've got this now so they don't follow it as strictly and they let like um they let that workout slide or they don't do as much and they overeat without tracking it and things like that and it does really make a difference because the whole thing is built so that you can live your lifestyle it's just more like with, like with the nutrition it's more about portion control so you can still have everything mm. you can still have that bottle of wine on the weekend you can still order a takeaway but you're not doing it every day day no. <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't be anyway but we get into <laughs> such a habit of it honestly I don't know about you and Paul right but me and Andy we're, we're like massive foodies we love oh, our grown Oh, I can't, we can't cope with Domino's, an Indian takeout, a Chinese. We, we, once got, we once got three takeaways in one day. That's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that, to be honest, I think that was only last year. I think my, my dad had had our daughter for the day or for the weekend. So we'd had a really heavy night and the next day was like, do you know what? No one's here. Let's just not get up. And we did. And I, I still didn't feel bad about it. I just got up and carried on with my plan the next day and it was fine. That's amazing. <laughs> that is. Which I mean, I'm not encouraging that, obviously. <laughs> that guys. We're really not. But what, I'm, I'm really curious to know, which, which three takeouts did you have in the day? 
<laughs> so we had we had McDonald's for breakfast, obviously. Yeah. And then we had Burger King for lunch, but like proper burger. I'm veggie as well, so they do the best veggie burgers. And then we got curry for dinner. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely not encouraging it, but it just telling like just it's possible. The whole idea is learning balance and. That's balance. Yeah. Have a messy weekend. Eat whatever you want. Not every weekend, but how often do you not have children around? So we took advantage. Oh, yeah. Make the most of it. And also, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had this before where um, it was a few, oh, must have been about two or three months ago. I went out with um, with one of my one of my mum mates and I ha- we haven't done anything me and her together since like last year. So it must have been like when the first lockdown eased. And we went out for dinner and this was literally meant to be a dinner, right? So we had a three-course dinner. Then we had like three bottles of wine and I came home quite drunk. And then like the next morning, I was just like, I just said to Andy, I was like, we need to get McDonald's. He was like, all right, then we'll get McDonald's. And then um, what else did we have? I think I had some chocolate. I had some crisps. Whenever I'm hungover, I really fancy like Pepsi or Coke or something, you know, Coca-Cola. Yeah. And um but do you know what? I didn't, there was a part of me, I just thought, do you know what? I don't actually feel guilty because my body obviously needs it. <laughs> my, yeah. I, I mean, it was all, it was all obviously like, you know, me putting it in, you know, but self-involved. But I just thought, you know what? Yeah, this is today. Today's a write-off. And I think we even had a Domino's actually for dinner. That's right. Yes, we did. We had a takeout. We had a Domino's. But <laughs> The next day, obviously, I was like, right, yeah, okay, we've had two takeouts now. We'll, we'll be a little bit good, you know, maybe we'll do some pasta or something instead for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it is just finding that balance, though, because you can't just restrict yourself from food. You can't just stop living. No. But actually, the healthier you eat, the more you work out, the more you work on your mind, you'll want yeah. to live more. You want to go and experience those things. And above anything else, like, I have the energy. I can carry my child around and swing her about and do whatever because 18 months ago I couldn't carry her up the stairs and now I'm dancing to princesses for two hours a day and yeah. it's okay because I have that energy. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? They do say that with the exercise and stuff because I know sometimes with, with Andy and I, we've both said it, like we both sometimes just feel so sluggish and like some of it probably yeah. is like you say you know having a toddler and being a parent whatever else but I do think some of that has been our lifestyle as well definitely and I yeah. do think when you do do exercise it does make you feel like you say you're releasing them endorphins and you do and it does something with the mind it just makes you feel so much better doesn't it and it makes you mm-hmm. feel so much positive I know when I went swimming a few weeks ago I just felt I felt amazing I was just like oh my god you know I haven't done yeah. swimming for a long time and I felt good because like what you said earlier in this episode, that you're working on yourself, like you're doing something for you. Mm-hmm. You're doing something for your body, which is then making your mind then feel positive in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it's something to feel proud of. I think that's why I like doing my workout in the morning as well. Number one, because by the time I get to the afternoon, evening, there's like it's so much more energy. I don't know if you saw my um, Instagram the other day. I didn't manage to do it in the morning because Daisy was up all night did my workout after a full days of work and it took me two hours to press play because oh, I, I was that procrastinating that. that much but I still yeah. did it but that's why I prefer in the morning and also once you've done it I just feel like oh I've done it I feel so much better I feel like I've got more energy I feel ready for the day and I feel proud of myself for doing a thing like you know those days when you achieve nothing in your day 
you've not even yeah. put the dishes into the kitchen from the living room like one of those really bad ones but at least <laughs> I've done my workout I've like I can tick something off my list yeah. yeah no I think that's that's brilliant and like you say you should be proud of yourself for doing it you know that's great yeah. it's really good <laughs> but, but just getting the time and it's helping people find that time and changing people's mindset on what's important because people need to remember that especially mums like you say we need to remember that we are important and mums are the main cog of the whole household we keep everything going and if you're not doing well then nothing will be absolutely look after yourself first and also I mean the other thing is as well I think if you're not looking after yourself I hate to say, but your kids will pick up. They'll sense, won't they? They'll, even if it's a thing, if they can't kind of communicate, they'll, they'll, they'll know. They, they're so tuned in. Like if you're not looking after yourself, if you're feeling overwhelmed, or if you're really down or sad, or they'll sense that. So actually, that's why it's so important for mums. You know, if you are feeling burnt out, or if there is something on your mind, or if you are feeling down about something, yeah. try and seek help or get some support, or just mm. take a moment for yourself to think, what can I do to help myself? Because once you do that, then you will. It's, it's that that's that whole like happy. What is it? Happy mum, happy baby, isn't it? You know, like yeah. happy household all round. Exactly. It really, really is. It all just goes hand in hand. Definitely. No, it definitely does. No, definitely. Well, I'll tell you what, my lovely, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It's been a really good one, hasn't it? And I think we've covered yeah. so much. So, thank so you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure to kind of go over everything. No, you're welcome. No, honestly, you're welcome. And like I say, guys, who's listening, Taylor it has actually got her Instagram account and she has, honestly, her workouts. I still need to do them. I will <laughs> do a couple of them. But I'll send you a couple of samples. <laughs> Send me a couple of samples, son, honestly. But no, her stuff is really, really good. And she looks at things about, you know, like what she said earlier, mindset as well. And also, like you say, with the physical health and everything. And the both they, they both just go so hand in hand. So check out her stuff on Instagram. But yes, thank you so much. Really thank you. All thank right. you for having me. It's lovely talking to you. And you. And you. Bye. Bye. Bye.